You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Fantasy Podcast, also known as PFB. Check us out online at packernet.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore PF Podcast. I am your host, Jacob Buss. With me are my co-hosts, just one, Tony Baloney. Just want to uh, let everyone know that Paul dipped out on us and uh, Justin dipped out on us. Actually, they have pretty good reasons, actually, to not be here tonight. So I'm not going to make fun of them too much. Uh, Paul's dealing with some, you know, some stuff, some life stuff. And uh, Justin has a sick kid. And also he's got to take uh, some of the other guys trick or treating and that kind of stuff. So understandable, not going to make fun of him too much. And honestly, they might jump on here at some point. So don't be surprised if randomly you hear bad luck Paul's uh, very notable laugh or Justin's um, little caterpillar mustache. <clears throat> so Real quick, just want to let you guys know that, yeah, shots fired. I want to let everybody know that today's show is brought to you by the Fertile Ground Ranch Discipleship Ministry. Fertile Ground Ranch, or FGR, was birthed out of a burden to help those in our community and congregations who have come out of a difficult past or an addictive lifestyle who feel called to devote their lives to Christ and his church. That's FertileGroundRanch.org, which is a great, great you know, if, if you guys want to, like, feel good about yourself, go ahead and just donate to them. Or, like I said, if uh, if times are, you know, it's, it's, it's tough on the wallet, that sort of thing. Economy kind of sucks right now. So if you don't feel like you can give that way, if you buy stuff on Amazon.com already, just uh, sign them up. I think it's like their Amazon Smile program, where basically whatever you buy off of Amazon gives them 0.5% of whatever your purchase total is. So that's a great way to do it. That being said, happy Halloween to everyone. It is um, spooky, spooky, 730 October 31st, the year of our Lord, 2022. While we record this, we're watching the uh, Browns and Bengals, uh, which could be a good game. Who knows? I think uh, Jamar's out tonight. So that's, you know, a little bit of a... All of a sudden, real quick, Tyler Boyd, like that dude is... He's really... He's really showing out. He's one of those guys that's like an undercover uh, baller. You got any thoughts on him real quick? He's been a guy. It's about him. Yeah, man, he's been good. He just... He just never was like a great number one, so they they felt the need to draft all these young sweet receivers, which they did. Um, but Boyd was pretty solid before those guys were around, and I think people sleep on him. But he's a fantastic receiver to have as a number three. Whereas the Packers don't have a one or a two. Nope. Uh, I think we could use Tyler Boyd in our lives. <laughs> so. That'd be great. Yeah. I mean, now real quick before we get into breaking down this uh, Packers Bills recap. Some interesting trade, man, that uh, did you expect? I mean, the Rokon Smith trade, uh, what? I didn't really see that coming. But um, all of a sudden, Bears fans will pretend oh, like they, they never loved him, right? They'll say that they, they never liked the guy. But he right. wanted out of it. He's <laughs> wanted out of there for capital. a long time. Yeah, he's a bad locker room guy, I think. But I think that uh, 
they they got a good amount for him. What was it? A second it, and a fifth. Was it Baltimore that got him? Yeah, and a second and a fifth round pick is not nothing. You know what I mean? That, that no, they got a lot of value. They're accumulating a lot of picks. They got a good rebuild going, and some people are turning into believers of a one Justin Fields as well. So there's oh, that. Oh boy, yeah, I don't know what I think about that. To be honest, I mean they definitely are. Oh boy, <laughs> I don't. I just yeah. I just don't know what I think about that. I mean, I, I think it'll be hilarious to watch them get their hopes up again, but if they do actually get good, <clears throat> that's going to be soul deadening. But um, <clears throat> speaking of soul deadening, let's talk about the Packers bills game. Um, not much to really talk about here. We kind of all suspected that this was going to happen. <clears throat> it's uh, you know, the final was 17 to 27, not far off from what my uh, guess was there, but you know, what's really frustrating about this game is that, it's it's just tough to see how we lost or why we lost or where we lost, you know, because Rogers 19 for 30, not great, but he had 203 yards passing two touchdowns, kind of that garbage interception there. But, um, you know, you look at Josh Allen, he didn't do much better. 13 to 25, 218 for two touchdowns, had two interceptions, got sacked twice. Mm-hmm. And then you had Jones rushes for 20 yards. I mean, everybody's yelling about run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Well, we ran it 31 times. We ran it for 208 yards, averaging 6.7. And we still only put up 17 points. And I mean, that's um, – it was just a tough game all around because in certain avenues you saw our defense kind of show out, you know, in pockets, you know, Bazool making picks and this kind of stuff. But it's like – it just never clicked. And like I said, it's tough because this is our fourth loss in a row. I don't even remember the last time. I think I have a little blurb on that down here in the notes um i think we have to go back to basically 93 or 94 was the last time that we slid four games in a row which jeepers i mean that's that's crazy um a little bit of a bright side though was you know uh, like i said jones for 20 carries 143 yards averaging 7.2 no touchdowns aj Dillon, 10 carries for 54 yards averaging 5.4 obviously i mean and then he had romeo dobbs i mean looking like the Romeo Dobbs that we hoped he'd be, you know, making circus catches, turning around in the end zone and, and grabbing that. Samari Torre, a guy that I've been banging the table about, he has, you know, that one highlight, which is great. I mean, only caught one ball, but it's for 37 yards on a touchdown. Tony got in the mix again five times. But I, you know, what do you think, Tony? Just real quick, just a kind of a general recap. What did you see? What did you What did you not like? What did you like? I mean, I feel like we kept it closer on paper than we probably should have been able to. We we finally uh, beefed up and pounded the ball a little bit, which we've needed to do to get the offense going all year. But Rodgers doesn't look great. I mean, he's not looking bad, but he doesn't look great. And I don't know if that's a product of the receivers just not being able to get open or not knowing not knowing the routes or, or what it is. Uh, that running game is going to be our saving grace if we have any – you know, snowball's chance and you know what of uh, making the playoffs. Uh, the Bills are one of, you know, the two best teams in football, right? Um, yeah. You got Philly, you got the Bills, you got the Chiefs. To keep it within 10 at Buffalo, I'd say that was a godsend for how bad we've been playing. We lost to the Redskins and the Jets, and the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if we can keep the running game going like that, bring along these younger receivers and, and get Lazard – um, and Christian Watson apparently has made a glass. I don't, I don't know uh, what his deal is. No, He's been I mean, disappointing, man. It's, it's 
I said the same thing originally where I was like, dude, this guy can't stay healthy. But when I actually, if you look back at that, he got smoked right in the dome. So that it was a concussion. It's not that he's, you know, hurt or whatever. He got schmucked right. Like perfectly just has just so happened. Like it was a perfect hit, not like perfect as in it was a clean hit. It was just perfectly the way they hit the top of his head and everything. It just, so I don't blame him for that. Um, and a lot of people are kind of jumping on the, you know, the hating on them. But I just think that's stupid. Like none of like you look at our best wide receivers. We've talked about this before. Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, Devontae, James Jones, all these guys, their rookie year, they were crap. I mean, it took Devontae nearly three years before people were. I remember my little brother and people that I considered really good Packer fans just screaming to cut Devontae. I'm pretty sure I did. You know, I'll admit that I'm at some point the guy sucked, you know what I'm saying? But you just got to give them a window. I think the same thing could be said for Amari Rogers, man. People are, you know, they, they want this guy off the team like crazy, but it's like, I, I still do see flashes where he just, he just looks like a football player, man. The way he runs, the way he attacks when he has the ball, it's just, I think he's lacking a little bit of confidence for whatever reason. But <clears throat> that being said, again, we mentioned uh, Christian Watson. He had that one catch for 12 yards and then he ended up getting, you know, hurt again. Um, you know, hopefully he comes back and he's better than ever. And we can, we can put, put, put away all the hate, you know, that's just, if you look at our draft class, dude, like I don't understand how people can really be hating on us at all. Other than I think Sean Ryan, every single one of these guys has at least played maybe Johnny Ford other than that. But you look at every other uh, basically yeah, basically every rookie has played and played significant downs, if not, you know, important, important snaps. So we'll switch over to the defensive side. <clears throat> My man, Razul Douglas comes in as the leading tackler, six total, six solo. He had a sack. He also had a quarterback hit. He had a pass deflection. I thought he had a pick too, but I don't have that in my stat line right here, but I'm fairly certain he did. Um, Mr. Preston Smith comes in at uh, number two with five total tackles, four solo, had a tackle for a loss. Adrian Amos was in there. Quay Walker, who dude got ejected. I don't, I don't quite know. Do you remember that play, Tony? Did you get to see that? I didn't at that moment. No, I didn't get no. to see so that. Quay basically, I don't know what he was thinking, man. He he went to the sideline, got you know tangled up in a play, and then as he's getting up, he just jacks. <laughs> I thought it was a coach, but apparently it was like their backup tight end or something like that officially. But he just, you know, jacks this guy right on the sidelines, right in front of the ref. And they originally called just like a personal foul or something like that, you know, uh, roughing, whatever. But then they came back like a minute later and they're like, ah, actually, we're uh, we're going to eject this guy, which, you know, that was great. Um, it, it's a learning moment for him. You know, it's, it's not what you want to see. I don't think that he um meant really anything by it i don't think he knew he was pushing to be honest i think that he felt you know it's kind of like when you get in a scuff and you feel somebody tugging on you and you're just you just throw a punch at the first guy that not that that's okay but that's just what happens but what's crazy though look across the uh the aisle there over at buffalo tremaine edmonds had 16 total tackles 13 solo that's pretty crazy um i got a monster he's so good i mean that's he's yeah he's is he a younger guy? I can't remember. When was he drafted? you know, Tony? I want to say he's like five years in, maybe. That's what I He's thought. been in there for a little while. Um, but he's and been then, like sneaky good for a long time. They've got so many sneaky good, like that Matt Milano, Jordan Poyer, Greg Rousseau. I mean, they just got a stacked defense. Even there was their backup safety, DeMar. DeMar, uh, what's that? DeMar, I hear it, DeMar. I like it. Uh, DeMar Hamlin, 
had 10 total tackles. Oh, cool. That was me. Yeah. Guys, that's me. That's my fault. Wow. My Hollywood fault. over here. Uh, hey. Jordan Poyer is like, like quietly one of the best safeties in football right now, I believe. Yep. yep. I mean, oh, you look quick. at the bottom, too. You got guys like Vaughn Miller, Jordan Phillips, Ed Oliver. If you're looking at your tackle list, like they barely had any effect on the game, and and those are huge-name guys. Yeah. I remember when Ed Oliver got drafted three, four years ago out of, like, Louisiana Tech or something, Louisiana something, Lafayette, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I want him. He was a monster. People um, were cheering for us to get Ed Oliver, and it looked like he was a draft bust, but then, lo and behold, you wait a couple of years, and he kind of honed his skills. And, yeah, he's looking like he – you know, he's a good player. That's for sure. Um, one thing that I wanted to highlight real quick again, man, dude, Darnell Savage sucks. I'm sorry. I'm just going to go ahead. Like he <laughs> sucks. He's not cool. He's not a cool guy. <laughs> like I, I had, I, I mustered up the strength to do the, uh, the post game show with Clayton last night. Oh, there he goes. Boyd with a great catch. Wow. Um, hey. Yeah, he looked good. Look at, look at your that? text messages real quick before you jump off of the uh, Buffalo Bills defenders. Why? <laughs> what happened to him? That dude does not look like a normal person. Did you see the text? <laughs> I texted with it. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Tremaine Edmonds. Anyways. Moving forward. Anyways. <laughs> okay, buddy. That's great. We're going to get canceled. So, anyways, uh, one thing I wanted to highlight, Kingsley Enigbare. Dude, that guy looks like he could be the truth. We got a steal. He was projected to be possibly a second-round draft pick. We got him in the fifth, and the guy is just showing up. He's looking like 
he's um, you know, there's a reason that guys fall that far in the draft, but I don't quite understand what his reason was, you know, maybe if it was, they didn't think he was polished enough or that he couldn't translate um, those skills to the NFL, but I'm seeing that he is translating those skills. Cause you know, I don't remember, I don't know. And I don't have it in front of me how many sacks he has on the year, but I want to see he's got at least two, um, but he just, he's shining, man. And he's looking good in the, in the snaps that they give him. He's looking violent. He looks explosive. I really, really, really am excited about that. Um, <clears throat> Mr. Rashawn Gary, that's another thing where I just, um, he kind of totally faded away this game. I don't quite understand that. I think he's still dealing possibly with a little bit of the um, injury from last week. So maybe that's it. But I was hoping I would see a lot more from uh, Rashawn Gary. But I wanted to read, read a, a quote real quick from, I think it was an ESPN article. It's worded really sloppily. So just let me. Bear with me here. It says, in an outing that was both chippy, Packers linebacker Clay Walker getting ejected for shoving Bills practice squad tight end Zach Davidson on the sideline and sloppy, the Bills 6-1 and one, never trailed in winning their fourth straight and their and matched their best start to a season since 1993. It's the most talking that's ever been done with another team because I don't know why. We don't really do too much talking, he added. I believe he is Stephon Diggs. I'm going to continue to be a leader and I'm going to lead by example. I'm not going to get pushed around by nobody. And apparently Diggs said that like that Alexander started all the chippiness, the smack talk. There's literally a video of Alexander and the Packers coming out of the tunnel and Diggs immediately running at straight at Alexander and just start smacking talk, like talking smack, like just like the, the fact that he can actually say he didn't start it is like laughable and Jair loves like, don't get me wrong. Jair is a, you know what he likes to get in your head. Even he was like, I have no idea where that came from. Like I thought he was a good receiver and now I don't really know what to say about him. This would be his quote was <laughs> like, if you got Jair kind of rattled like that and he says that you're doing too much, you're probably doing too much is all I'm going to say um, real quick. I'm going to look at some PFF grades. Tony, eh, I was almost going to interrupt you when you said that Rogers wasn't looking great. It's not that he didn't look, he, he didn't look wonderful, but I thought that he looked probably one of his better games this last uh, game. That being said, he was the top graded player. PFF considered that as far as um, our offense goes, he's uh, 89.2, nearly elite. I would say that's probably elite followed by David Bakhtiari with an 88.8, which is great to see followed by Aaron Jones, which is great to see at 85.1. And then Tyler Davis, who only had three snaps. So, you know, nothing to really be excited about. But, which is just insane to me, Zach Tom was fifth graded best overall, 73.0, which this guy looked like it. I don't quite get certain grades that PFF does because if, if I watch this, my eye test, Zach Tom got his butt kicked all freaking night. And it was like, clear that he was getting his ass kicked i don't know why they gave him that grade i don't know like if, if maybe coach han we could maybe get him on this podcast i think he's doing a podcast right now with uh, clayton um but i would love to hear like somebody justify why that was a good grade and why he did it you know apparently did well so that that'd be something i'm interested in romeo dobbs ended up sixth overall with a 72.7 grade um you know not much else to run you know to write about there other than Torrey Rogers, Tanya and Watson Watkins, all kind of right in the same area. They're just very subpar, very average, you know, it's just, is what it is. What's great to see though, 
Mr. Jair Alexander. Like I said, after last week, kind of taking it on the chin. This week, he was definitely, like I said, called out immediately from Stefan Diggs. The guy ended up with a 90.8 overall grade. That's amazing. That's elite. He his coverage grade coverage grade was a 91.3, which is even better. I mean, that's crazy good. Which is cool also is that our second overall graded defensive player was TJ Slayton. Tedaral to to Daryl to Daryl. It's got to be to Daryl to Daryl to Daryl to Daryl Slayton. Okay, we should ask Paul when he gets back on here later. <laughs> For sure. And then Quay Walker, like I said, he only had 15 total snaps before he got ejected, but he uh, had a great game. Was looking good. Jaron Reed has number four. Kobe Jones, which I didn't even know the guy got. He had seven snaps. Wow, that's impressive. I'm glad that he um didn't even know he got called up. So that's cool. And then we had guys like Rudy Ford, Eric Wilson, Keyshawn Nixon, Isaiah McDuffie, kind of all right around that average grade there. So good to see. And then real quick, I wanted to highlight some special teams grades. Finally, we have a couple guys that are like peeking out. Patrick Taylor, which again, didn't know he was even on the squad for this game, had a 90.8 special teams grade, followed by Eric Wilson, who's quietly been a really good uh, free agent signing as far as special teams go. He had an 86.4, followed by Isaiah McDuffie, 81.8. So and then, um, yeah, here we go. The three-time defending NFC North champion Packers dropped to three and five. The four-game skid is the second longest under Rodgers and the team's worst since 2016. Green Bay hasn't been three and five Ooh. since 2006. Brett Favre's second to last season. Ugh, that's not great. Romeo, uh, rookie Romeo Dobbs had a 19-yard touchdown catch in the second quarter and fellow rookie Samari Torre caught a 37-yard touchdown pass in the second catch of his career which is pretty cool i want to ask a quick question here tony and then we'll kind of move on with the episode wow that was a flea flicker reverse that just looked oh my god did you see that tony no i'm not watching the browns just did a reverse like flea flicker flea flea flicker pass and the dude just straight pass it to like I, that was the most junk interception i've ever seen it was the worst play call i've ever seen in my life just check it out it's it's junk it's hilarious anyways question if you can if Devonte adams or the green bay organization but right now i think it's Devonte adams if Devonte adams can magically just snap his fingers or pull a lever and a lever just whoop, snaps him back into green bay gives him the money that green bay offered him which is more than what he got to go into oakland does he pull that freaking lever i have to think he does for sure. I would agree. I mean, I mean, him and Rodgers both be looking so much better. Their career trajectory. <laughs> They're both like terribly slumping right now. You know what I mean? They needed each other. And I really didn't yeah. want to. Uh, I didn't want to have to admit that or like, you know, I really do think that the both of them, they've been playing backyard ball. Um, Ryan touched on this this morning, I believe, with his newest podcast and you would be shocked at what the numbers basically look like and what some of the um, like the revelations came out about um, basically that 80% of every of any given play was predetermined to go to Devontae. So Rogers going up to the line can do all that can can he can do all the you know motion stuff he can do everything he wants he can pretend like he's calling audibles but he knows he's going to to Devontae and well timing and chemistry like you can't create well, that's the thing. That they, had a, they could look at each other they could just look at each other and be like this is what you know and they'd get it but yeah. that being said is is they're saying that now he's not necessarily running the offense 
because he doesn't have that guy anymore, right? So he's he's going up to the line of scrimmage with that same mentality, like I'm going to key in on this guy, I'm going to key in on that guy, instead of taking his reads, instead of going through his progressions, and therefore the, the team is suffering for it. And I really do think the team is drastically suffering for that. So that being said, I, I, I don't know how you fix that. I mean, he's supposed to have this all figured out now because of um, this new quarterbacks coach and all that stuff, or the new old quarterbacks coach, but – Anyways, um, you know that, that history that no talk, that no talk, eye contact. What about that's it? that's like that's like us hanging out in Myrtle Beach, and we made that eye contact, and and I knew you wanted me to go get us drinks and shots, and you knew that you should go find us some chicks to hang out with for the rest of the weekend, it and it just perfect happened. Perfect matchup. <laughs> it's a perfect, perfect matchup. Yeah, you just build that chemistry overnight. By the way, we got to go back to Myrtle Beach. That if you guys haven't been to Myrtle Beach, it's fun. It's so kitschy and you know whatever, but it's so fun. It's great. Anyways, it is fantastic. Remember we swam with we'll dolphins. I told somebody we we swam yeah. with dolphins. It's a great day. And I got those strangers to hit me with a couple of beers. So That's we right. We were kayaks. floating around, <laughs> floating by on a kayak. <laughs> guys just pitched us a couple of beers. It's a good day. It's a good day. Tony, don't ask that couple for beers. All right. <laughs> hey, you guys got some extra beers? <laughs> Yep. Anyways, let's go on quick and just highlight some um, NFL scores. Broncos beat the Jaguars 21-17. The Falcons, man, I thought the Panthers, this was my upset special of the week. I thought it was going to happen. It almost did happen. The Panthers put up a heck of a performance, but they ended up losing to the Falcons 37-34. I called this one no problem. The Bears fall 29-49 to to the Cowboys at home. The Dolphins beat the Lions 31 to 27. Dude, I'm telling you, the Lions are like the best one win team that's ever, you know, been. They, they have a lot of heart. And I, you know, they're the Lions, so I'm not going to give them much credit other than that. But they're still playing, you know, it's, it's, it's impressive in a way. The Vikings squeaked one out against the Cardinals. They probably should have lost that game. The Vikings suck. The Saints, 24-0, absolutely routed the Raiders. And like I said, Devontae has to be scratching his head thinking, like, what what, what did I do? Why did I do this? I don't understand why I made these life choices. The Patriots beat the Jets. That was a big game. Definitely a big game for them. Um, the Jets were looking good. They were cooking. Eagles crushed the Steelers. That's pretty much a given right now. And nobody really expected uh, any other outcome than that. The Titans beat the Texans. The Titans, I believe, they got a backup quarterback in that one, didn't they? they did yeah yeah the rookie malik willis came in and played from liberty the commanders are hanging in there i'm telling you dude the nfc east that's a that's a division dude their worst team is the commanders and they're not a slouch team i mean even with heineke as quarterback they're not a slouch team they're i'd argue they're probably a little bit better than if they had what's nuts Wentz. and then mr uh mr christian mccaffrey showed out had a day beating the rams 31 to 14 I mean, that was um, – they're looking like a better team. You know, I, I didn't quite understand that trade, if I'm being honest, because I just – they have so many running backs, and they never – you know, that whole San Francisco thing is, you know, it doesn't matter who the running back is. They just plug them in and they work. But that looks like it, you know, initially is it's working out very well. Let's move on to the underdog fantasy. Man, I would have really liked to have won this one for the Lord, but um, didn't quite work out that way. Aaron Rodgers, we picked that one right. He ended up higher than 14.75 fantasy points. He ended up with 16.22. Gabe Davis screwed us over. We thought he'd get higher than 59 and a half receiving yards. Gabe Davis has a weird face. 
I'm just going to say that real quick. He ended up with 35 receiving yards. He's got a weird face. Aaron Jones, he's got a great face. Good looking guy. He ended up with 143 rushing yards. Absolutely crushed that um, projection there, almost by 100 yards. Wow. And then Mr. Josh Allen, we thought that the dude was going to be under 42 and a half rushing yards. The guy decided, I'm going to rush for 49 rushing yards. That sucked. Stefan Diggs, we got that right. Over the 84 and a half receiving yards, ended up with 108. Tony, do you want to quick uh, let us know how our Yahoo live draft went? The Daily Fantasy, you have that, I do not. I do. Uh, so at the last minute, we got a group text going on. We made a couple of minor adjustments, a couple of tweaks without Jacob's approval. Uh, Justin, Paul, Paul and I were texting offline. Jacob was working or something. They vetoed me. And uh, we made some substitutions. We vetoed the Prez. We we went in. <laughs> we took uh, a dude from Houston, Damian Pierce, out. We put Tony Pollard in. We took your boy, Chris Myrick or whatever his name is, who we've never heard of, Myrick. Uh, the backup tight end in uh, the New York football giants. And we put in Dalton Schultz because Dak Prescott loves him some Dalton Schultz. There's just yes. something that everybody knows. And we got 43.6 points out of those two guys we put in, which was a, a good substitution. Yep. Uh, we ended up putting up 181.64. We had Kyler, Foreman, Pollard, Jefferson, Ayuk, D-Hop, Dalton Schultz, Miles Sanders, and the Texans D. Uh, we got 788th place out of 8,145 people. So pretty Take good that. finish. Take that. Uh, top 10% for sure. And uh, we made 20 bucks. So I think it was a $7 entry, five, seven, something. I don't know. But uh, we're in the black, baby. That, move, that, that money's money. going so, to the Lord. Uh, that's FTR. right. That's our first. First uh, contribution to the fund, so we'll make that donation and uh, try to make it a little bigger next time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, quick, let's touch, uh, touch on our game picks. I, like I said, I picked the Packers to lose to the Bills. I had uh, the Packers score, right? I said 17 to Bills 33, so I was pretty darn close there. My upset special ended up falling flat, but I liked the, uh, the Panthers over the Falcons. Like I said, they just fell about three points short, so that didn't work out. However, uh, I did take the over, and I believe they crushed that. Yes, they did. My lock is definitely holding strong there. I took the Cowboys over the Bears. That was easy, easy, easy money. Tony, how about your picks? You got those? I believe I had the Vikings over, which hit. They hit 60. I think I had the Detroit-Miami over. They almost hit 60, so those both were good. And... Can't remember what my last one was off the top of my head. I want to say I went over on Carolina Atlanta as well. I think that was it. Yeah, I was gonna. Either way, I'm pretty so, sure. That... Uh, I think I went three for three. Uh, I feel pretty, pretty good, good about them. Pretty good. One thing that I don't feel great about, uh, I ended up losing once again in both of my leagues. Shut which hey, shush. You can't be talking that. I was putting up actually a pretty decent week, and then Alvin Kamara decided to drop a 40-burger on me. Stupid mm. guy. Like, what the? Two receiving touchdowns. He had 96 receiving yards, nine receptions. I don't understand that. That's not cool, man. That's not cool. I lost to Duke's Dudes, who's seventh in our night league. And then if you look ahead, uh, let's see real quick on that night league. I am now still ranked second, I think. Well, let's, I'll have to update this after this tonight. 
And then uh looks like you beat dude, you beat my brother like bad. What is you you beat Sam 153 to 60? <laughs> How does that even happen? That's bad. Where uh I put up some big numbers. I put 150 up in both leagues. That's crazy. Yeah, you did. So, America loves a comeback. You ended up beating our own bad luck Paul by 42 points. Wow. Paul is in second place currently, but that's about to change, I think. Man, Tony racking up the wins lately. It's going to be coming. I'm telling you, Justin's still in first place, and he did win against Pac-Man. So he's going to – Justin's going to retain that first place uh, – you know, trophy at the moment, but you know what? If I have to give this guy my trophy, that's gonna really be. I'm gonna be butthurt about that. He sent me a message, be like, "What's the dimensions of the trophy?" I'm just saying, it's gonna, it's gonna be worse if you gotta give it to me because you're gonna have to, and it's gonna be painful. It's I gonna never, record it. I will burn it before I give it to you, sir. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will send you the ashes of that trophy before I let you display it on your bookshelf. That's that trophy. <laughs> Real quick, guys, Cooper Cup, considered day-to-day, had a scare there, but it looks like he's going to be all right. Same thing with Mark Andrews. The guy avoids a major injury, supposedly. We'll see that. Rashad Bateman, he's expected to miss a couple weeks here. Goss Edwards, he's questionable going into tonight's game. I'm sorry, into Monday night's game of next week. And that's basically kind of all we got for you tonight. So, like I said, it's kind of a um, real quick episode. We, you know, we minus two guys. We don't get as much talking and all that BS and we don't have to listen to Paul's drama and Viking gloating and all that kind of stuff. So that's good. Anyways, we're going to probably get y'all out of here now. Yeah. Let's just get out of here and um, we'll see you next week. Um, or I'm sorry. We'll see you in later in the week where we'll go ahead and do another Packers preview. We'll do some game picks. We'll look at some uh, news and notes. We'll get all that stuff going on again. Again, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Tony, you got anything you want to say before we head out? F Tom Brady, F Tom mark? Brady for sure. That's yeah, we definitely. You know what? I feel Tom, man. man. He's going through a lot right now, man. <sighs> he is I'm divorced myself. I feel that, man. I tell you right now, right now, you heard it here. I'm sure many people have said this, but the Tom Brady F U tour is coming, and I am glad the Packers don't have to play them until later in the playoffs if we make it. You think he's about that to man, transform into mean Tom up. Brady? Oh man, he's gonna hurt some people's feelings for sure. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, he's got nothing left. He just has football. Sorry. All right. Uh, let's get out of here, guys. If you have any questions, you can hit us up at PackerNetFantasy at gmail.com. Otherwise, the P underscore PF podcast on the Twitters and the Instagram. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. And as always, go Pack Go. We'll see you soon.